With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio, a show featuring people and companies who are making a positive contribution to the world. This show will help you learn how to apply success principles in every area of your life so that you can make the most out of your skills and talents and accomplish more of your goals. To find out more about the show, please visit www.journeytosuccessradio.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio. My name is Tom Tutal Cunningham. I'm a Napoleon Hill Foundation certified instructor and resiliency expert. My purpose in life is to encourage people to live positively with and through the many and varied challenges of life. You can find out more about the uh, Journey to Success Radio at our website, and it's pretty easy, journeytosuccessradio.com. Today, I have an amazingly special guest. Um, Anyone who knows my wife and I knows that we are dog lovers. We just got our third dog, a five-year-old female uh, rescued from a puppy mill. And as a result of that and some food we got from the vet and my wife and I started asking each other questions about food. And uh, I'm also a fan of of, food. Businesses that have been in business a long time. So we have an amazing guest today, Holly Shear from Evanger's Dog and Cat Food. Now, they're a private company. They sell all over the world, and they've been in business for 81 years with all kinds of great awards as well. And so uh, welcome to the show today, Holly. Tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about Evanger's as well. Uh, my name is Holly Sure. I bought this company in 2002. I'm the third owner, and they wanted us to buy it uh, 30 years before they even sold it to us because my <laughs> husband was the raw, no, it's a true story, the raw material supplier to this company. And it wasn't uh, the company that owned it before us. It wasn't a money-hungry kind of company. They just believed in good pet food. And they were afraid to sell it to a publicly held uh, company, which 99% of all pet food companies are now, or, you know, uh, they were afraid to sell it to a company like that because they wanted to have the the fresh meat and all that put into it. And uh, my husband was never interested in buying it. And I was in a family business, not interested. And it never really came up. And my family business came through, so I ended up buying it. And I, I was lucky. I'm, I'm a parent of two sets of twins and a single. The last one was a single, thank God. Anyways, and uh, raised them. And my older kids were just starting permits when uh, when I got when I bought the company. And I bought it thinking it was an 8:30 to 4:30 job, not knowing within <laughs> a month it was seven days a week. It is a very 
very uh, hard job. It, it's not easy making pet food uh, because right. we want to keep it private. And we we do everything within. We don't have any outside interest. So it makes it a little harder. And a lot of family members have to work really hard to do what we do. Right. Right. And that's uh, probably, you know, probably so many people uh, say, oh, I wish I had my own business. But they don't always realize the time and effort that's required, usually more than a 40-hour-a-week employee. So when they say, oh, well, I wish I, I had, had my, my own I had my own yeah. business before this. It was family business, but it was – and I thought, oh, I won't have to work weekends. And I'm, like, <laughs> so excited. And, you know, here's a typical situation. We have truck drivers that pick up the fresh ingredients every every morning go out and they pick up the fresh chicken or lamb or salmon, whatever we're going to make the next day, and the trucks go out. Well, you know, you have one spirit truck driver just in case the situation, you know, you always need a truck driver. Well, what happens when, you know, the the, the spirit truck driver, this is a true story, uh, got, a, got a ticket, he couldn't drive. It's a true story. He was talking on the phone, something happened, something got messed up, he couldn't drive, and then the other truck driver gets sick. Well, you know, you have to have a family member have a CDL license because someone has to drive a tractor trailer to pick it up. You have to have it. So, you know, it doesn't happen very often, but it does happen. And it's always good to check out, you know, where you're buying, you know, from the back versus right. buying it from the front. So it does work out. But you've got to have these these things in place. And, you know, if you're a publicly held company, you just wouldn't do it. I mean, I don't think right. they'd be able to do it. Right, right. And you talked about... They wouldn't about, care to do it. They Nobody would care to jump in a... A, a suit and tie guy would not go and jump on right, a truck. And, right. They wouldn't care to do it. That's the thing. Making me laugh a little bit. My dad was in the explosives industry all his life, had his own distributorship for DuPont. And a number of times on weekends or early in the mornings, he's had to jump, jump in a truck, uh, has to have the right license to drive an explosive truck and deliver it right to the job site of one of our customers. And so you don't get that in a publicly held company, uh, the caring and the the initiative that you get in a privately held company. And you talked about that being the only privately held and family only family owned pet food cannery in the U.S. And from previous work that I've done, I'm familiar with uh, the large companies. Uh, I worked with one company that dealt with Heinz and the people that worked on the Heinz pet food uh, uh, project told me that it's just disgusting what they put in food. And so let's talk about food. The one thing that came up with my uh, wife and I is the vet gave us a a food, I think it's called Royal Canaan, C-A-N-A-N. And the first ingredient listed is is a byproduct, I think a chicken byproduct. But then when we brought it up with the vet, the vet said, well, the other ones that say they don't have byproducts they have like chicken in it but you don't know what part of the chicken is in it uh, can you explain to dog lovers like what is the difference is there a big difference from a, a dog food from a big commercial company that says it doesn't have uh byproducts versus one that has says it has byproducts but maybe a better quality uh than what someone who says they have original products uh, okay, well, I could probably answer that, but I don't want to get in trouble. Uh, I can only say what Evangers does. I can't right. say what anybody else Perfect. does. There's a lot of lawsuits going with the other companies, but I can only tell you what Evangers does. Right. We pick up fresh meat, and it's what we pick up is sort of like when you go and buy a turkey. You right. know how you buy a turkey for Thanksgiving? Right. You get the turkey, and then you get the liver in there. Yeah. And it's already cleaned out. That's what we 
basically pick up. We don't pick up oh, the, okay. the... So we get... Um, what we do with, the, like, the beef lung, the beef heart, and the beef tongue, we pick that up separately, but we dehydrate it down and make it as a treat. And that's where you see the beef lung, the beef heart. So I'm not... I don't have to put it in, even mm. even though I, I don't. I, it, right. It's highly palatable as a treat. And so we don't do that. So we buy it separately. It's not mixed. Uh, we do um, buy liver. Uh, liver adds to the palatability. So we do put it in our, um, our, our product. We do list it on the label. Uh, so that's the only byproduct. Uh, my husband was a renderer 20 years ago, and he could tell you what really happens, but we're not going to go right. on this conversation. Right. So. No, right. I can't answer it's... what everybody else does. I can only tell you what Avenger does. Right, and yours is uh, top quality, and that's apparent from all the well, awards. Well, we use you've fresh ingredients. We use fresh right. ingredients. We have the truck drivers that go out every day. Nobody does that. Nobody does that. They wouldn't do that. You know, like I told right. you, if the truck driver doesn't show up, you don't you don't have the food to make. Most people like it in the dry form or, or you know, cooked, frozen, whatever they do. Or, right. and, and already made. So all they, they can make a dry formula in less than 20 minutes and have it back. You know, they just, it's like, like when you make the chocolate chip cookies with the pre-mix, it's just there. Yeah. It's all, you just buy this, you buy this, you mix it together, right. and boom, you're done. That's right. not what we do. And we don't even, uh, in Avengers, we don't even pre-cook our meats. If we pre-cooked our meats, everything uh, would look the same. So you wouldn't have, you'd have the same look every time you open a can. But we don't right. pre-cook because that would take away the palatability. So is it good or is it bad? It's way better for the dog and the cat. Every time, once in a while we get a complaint that, oh, it looked a little different. Well, it looks a little different because we just put the meat in or the chicken or the oh. salmon. We're not adding, you know. So, yeah. It's, right, it's, that it's, makes sense. When you open some of our cans, depending if it's hand pack or what you do, mm-hmm. it looks like people food. It just, you know. Chicken right. thighs. We do chicken thighs in a can, and the bone is soft. You don't have to worry about wow. it. You open the chicken thighs, and you go, oh, my God, this looks like chicken thighs. Or right. hunk of beef, it looks like a pot roast. And then we also, you know, do, we also have in our line dry and treats. And we also came out with a product called, called High Bio because everybody in the world thinks dry food is better, which it's not. Sorry, everybody, it's just not. And no one's going to spill the beans. Avenger sells way more dry than we sell can. But uh, dry food is is not is made with mostly dry ingredients, and it's not it's convenient. So we've come out with a product oh. that has the convenience of dry, but the benefits of can. Wow. So okay, that's something I didn't know. People don't want to hear that dry food is not healthy. People do not want to hear. Oh, it. that's something I, I I didn't know that knowledge wise because recently we used to well, combine we used to combine some dry and some wet in the dog's bowls, and then we just recently wean them off the wet. But if it's so, better for them, we'll go back no, to you the... need moisture. Okay. The, there's 8% moisture in dry food, 8% moisture. So sometimes people call me and say, oh, I added water, and I have to cringe because I have to keep my mouth quiet. I hope, well, I have to keep <laughs> my mouth quiet because I can't... They're buying my dry, and I want to say, it can, right. you need moisture. You know, so... Right. I can't. I can't. Mm. Because in canned food, there is no preservative at all. You put the lid on the can, and that's the preservative. There's no preservative added into canned food at all. And you have moisture. Oh. And especially oh, wow. cats. Okay. Cats need way more moisture than dogs, so they need to hydrate. Right, 
Right. Well, there we go. My wife and I'll be switching back to solely, uh, we'll go to solely uh, wet food, especially if it's better for them. That's in the end, that's what a pet owner wants. What's the most healthy for their well, Right. Pet. And now there's different, right. And now, wait a second. Now we're going into wet foods. Now I can only tell you what Avengers uses meat. I can't tell you what anybody else is doing. There's your answer. Right. So yes, wet food <laughs> is better, but make sure it's a good quality wet food. Right. 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 Use Avengers. Avengers. Uh, uh, I can wet only speak food, for not... Avengers. I also right. private label, but then, you know, you pay more because I am private labeling. Don't forget right. that food on the shelf is made by, what, 2% of, you know, everybody's food is made by, there's five canneries left in the United States. I'm, right. I'm the only woman owned private one left, so. Right. The other four are ginormous. Right. Excellent. Now, another thing that my wife and I have wondered about, we've had a a Shih Tzu uh, since she's a puppy and seems like two or three times a week she throws up. And my wife is wondering, maybe we should put her on grain free foods because we've heard we have friends who have celiac and we hear about grain uh, foods with grain. And so. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about grain-free food for dogs and, and, and why it might be better for some dogs and not best for some other dogs? Okay. Okay. Uh, here's the problem with grain-free. When you make dry food, this, right. it, it is, a, in my opinion, as a manufacturer, and I'm going to get in big trouble again, uh, a grain is a grain, a starch is a starch. So when you make dry food, you have to get it through the machinery. So you need a starch to put it through the machinery. So uh, what we do is we take out the rice and put in a, a, a sweet potato or tapioca, or whatever you guys want, and it's more money. It's still a starch. So if your dog is can't have a starch, he really doesn't matter if he's low-grain or grain-free. Now, if the dog mm. has a problem, it seems if you put him on quality canned food, the problem seems to go away. So, you know, if a dog is throwing up, I would say, um, I I would add, you know, pumpkin or sweet potato to the diet and make sure it's fresh. And I would try just adding canned food. It's so easy just to try other alternatives than going from one dry food to another dry food. And 90% 90 of the time, we're not 100%, 90% of the time, the, the problem goes away for allergies, it, overweight. Said? If your dog has allergies, it should be on Avenger's can. If he's overweight, he okay. should be on Avenger's can. You know, I understand it gets expensive, so, you know, you have to feed dry. I, I understand that, you know, but if you can put a little right. bit of can on it, it will work. What did you say to add, a pumpkin or? Well, we do canned sweet potato. Canned sweet potato is probably the sweet best. Sweet potato. Beauregard's, okay. Yeah. Okay. We use, there's different grades of sweet potato. We use Beauregard sweet potatoes. I mm, eat it. Okay. I eat canned sweet potato all the time. It's delicious. <laughs> there you go. It is. <laughs> it's good enough for you. It's good enough for it's the dog. It's a real, dog. real sweet so potato. Amazing. No, there's different. Yeah, no, it's good. Amazing. Now, uh, your uh, product is sold like around the world. Uh, how did you grow the business so that you had uh, presence and sales and in so many different countries? Uh, they kind of approached us indirectly. Uh, we are uh, when we bought the company, we were two to five percent Avengers, and the rest was private label. Now we're right. seventy, eighty percent Avengers, and the rest private label. 
kind of reverse, but we're um, we're EU compliant and Russia compliant, and Russia is probably the hardest country to export to. In fact, our inspector is in the 60s, and he said that we were the first company that he ever approved of Russia, uh, you know, to ship to Russia. So Russia, during the show, flew to us because he wanted to make sure he got us because you know, who else could ship to Russia? There was, there's not a lot of people that are proof to ship to Russia. <laughs> EU, you know, it's hard, it's hard to, you know, most people who ship to EU will, will have their food made overseas because it's, and then they just change the bag. But we ship overseas because we're approved, so it's hard to get approved. Ah, okay. So most of we're the... We're also a kosher plant. We're organic certification. You know, we've got all the wow. certifications. So many of the companies approach you directly in, uh, in these other countries. Right, 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 right. But there's only so much you can do. I mean, I'm at capacity. There's only so much you can do. Right, exactly. And people exactly. think it's very easy, and they call me, oh, I have a novel idea. Will you private label this? You know, <laughs> you've, you, I've heard 99% of those ideas already, and I don't want to take your last dime and private label. Right, so. right. Your store, your products are carried in over five thousand uh, stores. That's incredible. Yeah, I, I'm not sure how many, but it's up there. Yeah, I, I'm in Canada, and I see there's all kinds of locations around the Toronto area that have it. So I'm going to send my wife off to those locations. Now you spoke yeah. about the uh, kosher food, pest food, and I never even thought of that. And I saw that on your website as well. Uh, talk about how the how did the need for that come up or the idea for that and talk about that because it's probably something most dog owners never heard of. Uh, I don't know of any other company that has kosher dog food. Uh, it, it came up because I had a neighbor that uh, was observant on Passover and she we were just walking our dogs around the park very early in the morning. It was a less than a two-minute conversation and she said she's got a go do something in her garage because she's going to have to keep her feed her dog in the garage. And I asked her why, and she said, because Passover is coming in my, my kosher house. And so I said, I didn't know you you kept kosher and you do that. And she said, no. And I said, what? And I asked her why she did it, and she explained that you uh, can't feed the, uh, the animal in the house because you're keeping Passover, and you can't get pleasure for feeding the animal. It's a rule. So I said, oh. So I called uh, I called the rabbi, and I asked him about it. and. You know, he said, yeah, you could do this, but you got to call da-da-da-da. Well, I called da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and I could not believe how receptive they were. Yeah, we could do this. you got to do this. You have to say it's not for human consumption and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And it was very easy to do, uh, and I was very, very surprised. And they're very easy to work with, and they can't come over. They do surprise inspections to make sure you're doing everything right. right. And it was, I mean, they've been really easy to work with. Wow. Some other agency were that pleasurable. Right. The good news is, is one time I needed some fish, and I called the I called the I called the um, kosher certification, and I asked them, where can I get this fish? Because I knew they inspect every single plant, and they were they I couldn't find it, and usually I could find what I needed, and they inspect. Oh, you could get it from da 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 da, and this is what they're doing right now. They knew everything about every plant. It was beautiful. So. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And uh, has that been a good seller? Is that, have you been able to get the word out to the market about, about kosher? That? Um, 
Yeah. You know, we're talking about such a small population that keeps kosher. Right. Such a small population, and they don't really care. Uh, right. You know, it's a, but it's the very observant sect that do care. And yes, the word is out, and they and they're very loyal, and they and they buy their food. The problem is some of them only buy it for those nine days. So if you don't wean a dog or cat slowly, they can, oh. you know, especially a dog, they'll get diarrhea. So. Uh, right. So that's the problem. But, you know, it got, I've been in, because we're a kosher plant, Japan loves it. They go, kosher, kosher. They love that. They, <laughs> people perceive it as, you know, the ultimate food. And I've been on the right. Colvert Report because of it. I've been on the Wall Street Journal, Dallas News, Chicago ah. Tribune. There's a lot of people who do it. Uh, there's a chain of pet stores in, in Arizona called Choice Pet. They have Passover Seders. Uh, the, for the dogs, it's fun. Uh, they've got a canter who leads it. It's it's a good thing. So they have fun with it. Nice. Wow. Wow. That's uh, amazing. I wouldn't thought of that from Japan. But if they go crazy for it, excellent. Now it looks I know. like you're. It was, it was great. It was yeah. A, a big market too. Big market in Japan too. Yes. 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 For uh, people like pet foods. Like now looks. Looks like your family has uh, <laughs> followed you into the the business. You have uh, uh, what did you say? Your second set of twins has been named the top forty movers and shakers in the pet industry. That must be make you fairly proud. Uh, yeah, they they work really really hard. They really you know they do. They work really really hard, and sometimes you feel bad because you're also a parent. It's a lot of traveling. Right. My uh, the daughter also does the overseas, so she travels a lot. You've got to like what you do. And my son right. uh, does the procurement of raw material and le- regulatory. It's it's a lot. Right. It's a lot. Right. But a lot of what I teach and, and when I speak about uh, one of the main principles of success is having a definite purpose. And if you have a, a passion for something you're doing and you love it and it's your purpose, uh, the hours may be long, but it's not the same as long hours at a job that you're not passionate about. And so it's nice to have your family follow your passions and get into the industry as, uh, as, as, uh, with as many hours and as much effort as you've put into it. And, uh, must be nice to be able to work with your family. Now, are there some unique, uh, challenges to a family run business that uh, maybe, uh, people aren't familiar with? Um, you know, the good news is that you're so busy here that you sit down and then before you know it, it's time to go. So you're not on top of each family members, like on top of them. Uh, the good news is when there's a problem, you can call them at midnight or, you know, 6am and get an answer. Uh, so are there challenges? You know, my second set of twins are very, very easy to get along with. So there hasn't been any challenges, you know, so far. you know, you know they they bring in their friends to work here. That has been fine. They all seem to get along. Uh, no, but I was from a family business before, and um, you know there was somebody brought in a relative, and that's why I bought the pet food company. So I understand there's certain challenges, and don't want it to happen, and kind of protected them before I even brought them in or tried to. Right. Right. Now, I see on your website, and I'm intrigued with this because it's a special group that's close to my heart, uh, I see a video about uh, you guys working with uh, special needs kids. 
Oh, you know, um, my my sister had started with my sister. I uh, had passed away. She had early onset Alzheimer's, and that's when I realized there was nothing she could do. Here's somebody who's just like me, a go-getter. She was very young, and she came and helped make sample bags. And then I uh, had a girlfriend whose daughter was the same age as my daughter, and she, you know, she was in grade school. But what are you going to do later on? And she told me about this program, and I said, I'm in. So not only did I have my daughter make my daughter, my sister make the sample bags, I brought my sample bags to this organization and gave them jobs making the sample bags. And then the best part of it, the absolute best, was when they finished, they brought it to the store, uh, a pet store, and they passed it out to customers. And I, it was Barker Miowski in Chicago, and Alice called me when they left, and she said, I was crying. I was crying. I got more out of it than they did. Can they come again next week? That wow. Was, that was beautiful. Wow. So, what yes, a great initiative. That. that is a right, great right. initiative, so, and, and it helps great people. Right, right. So if you know of any person in the United States that special needs that wants to demo, let me know because I hire them. Wow. All right. Well, that is a a group that's close to my heart, and uh, I, I I really loved uh, watching that video about the work with your that you're doing. Uh, now, you guys won the best. You were voted best pet food by Pet Product News International in 2014. That's uh, quite an honor. And then voted best cat food by Cat Fancy Magazine, and I'm familiar with that magazine. Big magazine, big circulation. Uh, those must be uh, uh, great honors for you to have, and well deserved. From hearing about how the, you know, the quality of your food, uh, it's obvious why you won those awards. But nice to be recognized, isn't it? Yeah, we also won for 2015 and 2016. Um, <laughs> yes, it is. It, it, You're on it, the well, street. Well, yeah. It, 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 it is nice because when you work hard in many many industries and many many people work hard, it's nice to get the pat on the back for what you do because right. what we do is sort of different than just the pate pet food that you see out there or just the dry food because we've got the high bio which is 25% moisture versus 8% moisture uh, dry food like a dry food but the convenience of dry but the benefits of can so we do do a lot of other things it's good to to get little pats on your back for that right I like that, the convenience of dry, but the benefits. Right, it's called high bio, very, very hard to find, high H-I-B-I-O, because we don't sell it online, and we want stores to educate the consumer because it's such a uh, good quality product, and if you don't educate the consumer, they would just sit on your shelf and nobody would know what it is. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Now, I see some amazing testimonials on your website, uh, they clearly demonstrate those testimonials that, testimonials that, A, you guys really care about uh, the pets of your customers, and B, like I see testimonials about my dog was sick, my dog was not doing well, my dog was suffering from this. He had your product, and now he feels amazing, he's doing amazing, uh, and that must that must really make a lot of the hard work and hours you put in uh, nicer uh, when you get those amazing testimonials from uh, customers. 100% work, 100%. 
I was never reading, can get enough of them. Right. I was reading, uh, my dog has, I don't know what SIBO is, after ingesting some gravel two months ago. And uh, then he started taking your food, and now he's back in tip-top shape. And, and so um, that must make it, uh, you know, really heartwarming. And it seems like you guys really uh, care. Like, you won't get that from the other ginormous pet food canneries of big public companies uh, you won't get that caring and and one-on-one uh, looks like you communicate one-on-one with your customers and help them in every way and I don't think you get that with other pet food manufacturers I think you might a little bit so a little bit know. right what are your plans uh, for uh, for the future, um, are you going to be looking into other countries, other products? Uh, do you think you'll ever retire? Uh, uh, I don't think I'll ever retire. Um, I don't think I will. We're moving very shortly to a, a bigger facility. We've been saying this for years, but we actually are moving to a bigger facility because we have capacity here. Right. That's happening in the next few months or weeks or whatever okay. and we're constantly constantly coming up with new products we've got one already that's so revolutionary that i can't say because we're waiting for our labels uh, and then it'll be out in about another month okay back. but uh it's 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 not me i'm not the genius behind formulation here it's my husband it's like a kid in a cookie jar and i don't know how he can think of all these <laughs> things because i definitely couldn't i did my very first the one time he let me go on something, and this is when we first bought Avengers, you know, I work out every day. I watch my weight, so I thought boneless, skinless chicken breast in a can would surely be the best thing for dogs and cats because they're so overweight. And I also came out with a vegetarian. Well, we went to the shelter. We did our first study, and I'm like, I brought all five different kinds of cans and, and my boneless breasted chicken. Okay. How many dogs were at the shelter? Maybe 20 that they had brought out. Nobody ate my boneless right. breasted chicken. I think <laughs> one dog did after he had everything else. It was like, you've got to be kidding me. And my husband said, okay, now do you believe me that you need fat for something to taste good? It doesn't taste good. And I was like, I couldn't believe it because we had made 360 cases of cans because I was so sure it was going to be a hit. And I will never... Now I know. Boneless breasted chicken <laughs> to a dog is never going to work without something to entice, entice them. And I'm thinking to myself, well, right. we put ketchup on it. You know, you have to think back. Um, they, the right. vegetarian got was eaten before. The vegetarian was eaten before my boneless breasted chicken. And I think it was because wow. of our sweet potatoes. Yes. Yeah, so there, <laughs> there we go. Uh, we do do the vegetarian, not that the dogs or cats have to be vegetarians. It's just to bring down the weight, to add it with something else, to, to add wow. it to bring down, and it also works for allergies. Uh, so that's the reason why that one works. But we never came out with the boneless breasted chicken. So there's <laughs> so everything else is all him. I know. I who would have thought? You know? Who would have thought? So, it sounded good to me. Right now, I know. I know. About I thought, here's the answer to all those overweight dogs right. and cats, and nobody would eat right. it. And I was not gonna. Yeah. So you could do all the marketing in the world, but dogs and cats don't lie. Well, I'll talk about that a little bit. I never thought of or heard of, it uh, sounds like a kind of R&D for the pet food 
industry and um, I've not heard of that before but it sounds like your husband does a lot of that and is that a common thing when you come up with a new product to bring it to a a shelter or somewhere where there's a lot of dogs oh, and actually we, we, test it out. Um, shelters have a lot of picky. Shelters have a lot of picky dogs, and you can get you can know right off the bat if it's going to work or not. But now I have I have about 25 neighbors uh, and people who work here that have very picky dogs and cats, and we uh, everybody takes food home every day here because we have to open up quality control every day. So they take it home and feed it to their dogs or cats and make sure everything is fine. But but we, they become very picky. You know, if your dog has a buffet every night, well, you know, you know, you have to open up ten different cans. What do you, you know, they they become very picky. So we send it home when we come up with a new product first, and we we get the results right away, and and then wow. we get feedback, and then we have surveys that we send home that with the um, employees that they don't know what we're looking for, and then we go to the shelters and do it that way. Wow. Where it's like A, B, C, and D, and E in the can, and nobody knows what the what we're really looking for. Oh, okay. And as someone told yeah. me, uh, someone sent me some stem cell pills to try on my dog, and they said, a dog can't lie. It's not like, you know, if you feed a vitamin to a human, they could think they feel better. But I said, you know, she said, a dog can't lie, so try it on your dog, and you'll be able to see whether it works or not. And so... Uh, interesting. Now, does your your husband obviously when he's coming up with these products and formulations, he has to be concerned obviously about the healthiness of the food, but also whether they'll like the taste of the food. And uh, he must have learned a lot over the years putting these different formulations uh, together. Um, but I guess you don't really know, like your experiment, you don't really know, even though it's a healthy food, you're not necessarily sure when you come up with it that it's a, a food that the dogs are going to gobble down. Right, right. That's so the way it goes. Right. I, I saw on your website a, a cool phrase that, like, it, it describes your company perfectly. People food for pets. And uh, that right. started with uh, you guys uh, uh, packing by hand instead of by machine and putting whole pieces of fresh meat and vegetables into the can. Uh, that is an amazing slogan, people food for pets, because in those four words, people totally understand the the concept and the idea of your dog food and cat food and pet food. Right, right. And so you said, you, you know, You've eaten, other people have eaten, I think on your website, I saw your daughter eating some of the food, but it's, it's human food, human quality food. So it's perfectly fine. We go to a lot of shows and they, they serve processed meat. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not eating processed meat. I'd rather eat my food than processed meat. Right. uh, And my daughter feels the the same way. So we'll pop, we'll, we'll open a can, you know. So I right. eat the sweet potato cans all the time. That's my favorite one. Now you have a, a, a thing on your website that uh, I'm going to share with my wife as well is how to read a pet food label. And uh, we didn't really know. That's why we've tried different foods. A vet recommends one. Uh, the pet food store recommends another. And so we don't really know what we're looking at. And you see the ads on TV, look for this, look for that. Can you give people like a, two or three step uh, uh, or tips on looking at food labels to determine the best one for their um, pet? Uh, well, here's, um, 
limited ingredients, first of all, if you can get some of it, but that's not necessarily true. Uh, like chicken or beef or salmon or lamb, the first ingredient is always important. Uh, mm-hmm. we, if there's water for processing, you you know, that's always good. Uh, there's about 10 lines sometimes, and you don't know what it is, and those are probably just the vitamins and minerals, and you have to write them down, and you have to have all those. It's an AFCO requirement, so you can't get mad when they have a long list. Uh, we do have products that are just chicken, liver, guar gum, and guar gum holds the product together, and it's a vegetable. That's it. That's all that's in there. We do that with, that's called a supplement without vitamins and minerals, so you can put that on a topper of whatever dry you're feeding, and that will add to the palatability. Uh, when you do dry food, you can have 10 ingredients, and they could all be equal amounts, and you would not know that, and there's no way to determine it. Um, but you just have to, I guess, call the company and find out more. Right, right. Because a person in the pet store, a knowledgeable pet store might know, but, you know, they deal with salespeople. I mean, how many people are going to tell you in, in this industry that canned food is uh, better than dry food? Maybe a handful. That's it. Right. Right, exactly. I'm sure your exactly. vet, I'm sure your vet doesn't even know. Right, exactly. It's like a it's like a human doctor. My family doctor has given me ideas on nutrition, and some of it was just totally wrong because doctors don't study nutrition. They study about four hours of it at a, in eight years, so right, right, they don't right. really know either. So it doesn't just because right. it's a vet doesn't mean the vet knows what's best for your for your dog. But they definitely know food. how to how to help a sick dog or cat. That's for sure. They sure do. Oh, my gosh. What a blessing so we, to know, have them. Some vets are, right, you know, my, my dog gets sick, too. I'm at the vet. So thank God for them. Amen. Amen. Now, I saw something I hadn't thought of before, uh, that you guys make foods for uh, ferrets. And my sister and her uh, kids, sister and brother-in-law and their family, they have a ferret. They're really cool pets. Uh, but I had not... I. I I don't recall ever walking around a pet food store and seeing food for ferrets. I don't I don't know if they buy it in Canada. I know it's here in the United States. I don't know about Canada. You're in Canada, right? Right, maybe right why in you Toronto, yeah. Canada. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right, but But I'm uh, sure you're uh, I'm sure if they want it they could get it. We've no problem because going across the border, United States and Canada for Avengers is easy. Right, right. Fairly easy. Uh, we're close to each other, and I'm sure it's uh, fairly easy to to do that. Uh, but uh, how did you come up with that? Did, was there a demand or enough people asking for, hey, I have a ferret? Uh, there was a distributor. Food. I mean, there was a rep in California where ferrets are not allowed. She wanted to have um, mm-hmm. ferret food. She was my rep, and I knew ferrets, people were buying more cat food. They buy cat food. That's how they feed their ferrets. Right. And uh, right. I and I said, well, we could do that pretty easily as a canned food. And we uh, take a, basically a cat food and add egg to it because they really do need egg. And, no, okay. we do pretty well with the fair food. The problem is people, wow. pet stores don't have a lot of room on their shelves to add a product like that uh, right. fair food. So you, you, all, you fight for space. So if I'm fighting for space, I would do, right. you know, they say I'll take eight foods you suggest. I'm not going to suggest a fair food over you know, cat or dog food, and that's the problem. Right, right. So we have Interesting. Food. We just, yeah. 
I'm learning. Uh, I'm learning so much uh, about it. Um, and uh, so I'm like you. I don't think I'll ever retire. When you're doing something you love, uh, maybe you cut down your hours, but you don't ever retire. And it sounds like this is not just a business for you. This is a family business. You're with your family all day, impacting and great food for pets and and, and pet owners. Um, so I like your idea about not uh, retiring. Uh, if you love what you're doing, uh, why would you retire from it? You might do something different or fewer hours. But it sounds like you guys are in great hands for another 80 plus odd years of, uh, of business. And wow, I, I'm so glad I interviewed you. I'm, I am definitely going out to look for your foods because in the end, we really oh, well, want thank the you. best quality food. Right, and um, I, I don't know the stores, honestly, in Canada. It's just all well, the boutiques. We we used to ship to Canada, then we stopped for a little bit, and now we're back on. So. Oh, good. Well, I was on your site just uh, before the interview, and I saw there's like maybe 10 or 12 in the Toronto area, some of them 10, 15 minutes away from where I live. So I'm going to make sure my You'll wife... You'll be so much happier. You will be so much happier. Are we off now? No, not yet. So yeah, and uh, and the dogs you, will be healthier. One of them's fat. You will be so much happier. You will be okay. so much happier. I'm telling you. I know I should push dry, right. just as much as I push cans. But I I like to people to know that cans is the health is way more healthier than dry. But I have to say we yeah. sell way more dry than can. So you know, it's right, a catch right, 22. right, right. Right, then so. the dry, mostly you say people use it convenience and cost. It's convenient. Um, it's convenient. My friend, right. my friend is dry. I, I could talk. Pardon? It comes in a big bag, so you don't have to buy as many. Right, right. Yeah. So. And often cheaper, often cheaper. But that was the biggest takeaway for me is that uh, wet food, good quality wet food or your wet food is definitely yeah. better than any other dry food for dogs and good reasoning that I didn't know behind that. And so certainly something right. we're going to uh, look at ourselves and uh, we're going to start uh, frequenting the pet food stores in the area that sell your foods. Uh, our dogs, like most, our dogs, like most people's pets are like family and I don't want to feed them, uh, you know, hot dog quality food when I can serve them like five star quality food. And uh, so great uh, initiative that you guys, uh, great, uh, uh, I love what you guys are doing and the quality of it. And uh, you don't get that at any other type of pet food that I'm familiar with. So thank you so much uh, for being on the show today, Holly. It's, uh, it's obvious why your company's uh, products are sold around the world why they're so popular. Your sole focus is on good quality, top quality food for pets, not just on the bottom line. And it's so painfully obvious from what you're saying and what your website says and all the testimonials that are on your website from pet owners. You guys care deeply about people's pets and not so much about the almighty dollar like a lot of your competitors do. And that will make you stand out like crazy. And so congratulations. That's a great business direction and a great choice to make uh, to set yourself apart from any other pet food manufacturers. Now, geez, I 
I make this mistake often. I got all the way this way in the interview and I didn't even give your website yet. So uh, let's do that. It's E-V-A-N-G-E-R-S dogfood.com. Evangersdogfood.com. But don't be confused by the website. They have food for all kinds of pets, right? Correct. Thanks so much for your time today, Holly. I wish you another 80 years of uh, or more of continued success. And you've certainly converted a, a customer with my wife and I. Uh, we are going to purposely seek out your food and tell other pet owners we know about it as well. Thank you. Okay. Have yourself, have yourself an amazing day. Okay, thank, thank you, you for listening to this episode of Journey to Success Radio. If you or anyone you know would like to be interviewed for the show, email Tom at TomTooTall.com for details. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.